Man, I just want to say I'm excited to be here on Showtime, you know what I mean? I might be, honestly, the youngest, well, I mean, as far as, like, record-wise, like, as far as, like, all the YouTubers and stuff, with the exception of them, I might be the pay-per-view fighter with the, la with the least amount of fights, you know? But, I mean, you guys are going to see the summer fight, I'm going to knock this, this dwarf the fuck out. That's how it is. You hear that? I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Flatline. Flatline. You know how it is. You damn fucking scared? What the fuck am I scared of? You literally... Man. You a stupid fucking dwarf, man. I'm telling you, man. I can't even mess with your fucking head. I can't even mess with your fucking head. It's so fucking big. like this fucking big. And your fucking little T-Rex arms, man. My dick's longer than your fucking arms. Huh? Yeah. Like that. Sometimes you just gotta swallow your pride. Trash talking will only get you so far. With that being said, I'm doing a whole lot of trash talking this episode. You heard me? You heard Yo, to all the women saying they're having a fuck nigga free summer, fuck you! I'm tired of the accusations, I'm tired of these women saying this, that, the third about me. It's all cap! It's all cap! All right, welcome back, people. Listen, you know when I got the linen shirt and the dark sunglasses, I'm here for nothing but undiluted smoke. <laughs> nothing but drama. <laughs> I'm here to ruffle some feathers. Psych! That's the wrong number! <laughs> but let's kick it off the right way, Stu. All right, people, welcome back to episode 118 of the Tall, Dark, and Ratchet podcast. I'm your host, Marcel Williams, and that's right. I'm tired of the accusations. I'm tired of the soiling of names, tired of the defamation of character. So I'm here to set the record straight yet again. Um, but before we do all that, uh, I played a clip at the top there that was from the... Um, I guess the pre-fight, I don't know what that shit is called, the press conference before the fight, where um, I don't even know home, home, homie's name, but he went and got his ass whooped by Javante Davis, said he won all six rounds, and that was the trash talking he did prior to the fight. And it did not end in his favor, to say the least. I didn't get to watch the fight, actually. I, uh, I got caught up with Stranger Things. If you haven't watched the latest season, don't worry. There will be no spoilers because I haven't finished it myself either. The episodes are long, man. It's like an hour and a half per ep. And I'm not complaining because it's quality television. Apparently, $30 million went into every single episode and it shows. 
Um, so, so far so good. I'm probably about halfway through that season. I was crushing through it yesterday. Um, after, uh, a day with my niece and nephews, my sister and her, um, mother-in-law. So it was a very, uh, hectic day. Those kids have energy, man. And it's crazy to see twins with completely different personalities. You know, one is just so sweet. Like we all went out to eat and, uh, I asked one of my, um, one of my nephews, I'm like, Hey, can I, can I have some of your food? He's like, no. And then before I even asked the other one, he was like, here, you can have some of mine. I'm like, damn, the contrast is crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I had to kind of hit myself a little bit of a reset today. I, um, I was like, I got to hit the gym. The weather is so nice. You know, I want to be wearing chest out all summer. Cause I realized I haven't really had a hot boy summer in Toronto ever. Cause when I first moved to Toronto was in 2013, I was in good shape, then got swept into a, uh, what some would call a pyramid scheme or a multi-level marketing scheme. But regardless, it was one of them shits. And, uh, that took up years of my life. And by the time I got out of it, I was chunky, you know, I was, I had roly polies. And then by the time I got into shape in Kelowna, came back to Toronto, everything was locked down. So I'm like, I've actually never had a hot boy summer in Toronto. And it's coming up on a decade. Next year will be a decade that I've lived here. And I've yet to, um, you know, walk around with my chest out. And yes, I'm old. But listen, until I'm like old, old, and I still can, you know, hang with with the rest of them and the best of them. I'm going to try to milk these jeans. So I went to the gym today, got a nice little pump on so that I could look nice in this, uh, this little linen right here for you. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get right for the summertime. But again, I, uh, I like to wear my heart on my sleeve and I like to tell you guys about some of the things that have been transpiring. I don't know what it is about people who are accusing me lately, but it just, it is just bothersome. So obviously the last episode entitled Sex Bunker was uh, all about a woman who accused me of having a whole side family. And meanwhile, she was out out here with an actual whole boyfriend and uh, pointing the finger at me. So that rubbed me the wrong way. But to make matters worse, you know, I decided, I was like, look, my, me and my therapist were going back and forth. And, you know, my goal ultimately is to, to have a long-term relationship. There are some people that I, you know, uh, I would consider, um, you know, sharing my life with. But the thing is, is I also want to, I don't want to apply too much pressure where that's, you know, I'm pushing people away because I'm just coming off too thirst. So, you know, we came to the conclusion, look, I'm just going to enjoy myself. I'm not going to put you know, too much stress and, and strain myself trying to, you know, find the love of my life when in reality, um, I could be, you know, pushing that person away, or I could just block my blessings by not entertaining just, you know, people as they come into my life. So all that to be said, I'm back on Bumble. And I think I'm going to be off of Bumble as of today. Because what had happened was I matched with somebody And here's the thing about uh, Bumble that I realized is that they have this little verification thing, right? You get like a little blue check for verifying that you are who you are in your photos. 
But then as I was thinking about it, I'm like, hmm, all you would have to do is upload a photo of yourself. Then when you do the verification, confirm that you are yourself, you have the blue check. You can now take that photo down, then put up a new photo or new photos and pretend to be someone else. So I don't know how useful that verification check is if it's just, um, you know, they verify it that one time and the algorithms aren't really keeping shit up to date. And the reason I bring this up is I matched with someone and they only had one photo. Now, granted, the one photo, a very nice photo, hence the reason I swiped right. But their profile said, this is not a fake account. That is, to me, the equivalent of someone saying that they are not racist. Well, if you're not racist, you don't got to say it. So when you're telling me that you're not fake, guess what the first thing that's going to pop into my head is? Well, you might be fake. Because why would a real person feel like they have to justify that they are, in fact, a real person and not a bot of some sort? So I'm scratching my head. I'm like, all right, well... There are ways to prove that you are a real person. Simply said is you could show me your Instagram. If your followers make sense, if I'm seeing you getting tagged by other people, if I see that you're doing some shit in real time, like you're in the Toronto scene or whatever it is, right? There are ways of verifying just through that. Not to mention you could always FaceTime the person, so on and so forth, right? So I'm not super phased, but at the same time, it's like I got my guard up. I'm a little bit like, huh? Why are you telling me you're not fake? So I go back and forth with this person and uh, what my solution was is that because they came to me and said, well, what makes you ratchet? And I'm like, well, what makes you real? Like uh, we could e we could keep going back and forth and asking these questions. So I was like an easy way to prove both of them and kill two birds with one stone is just exchanging Instagrams. Seems like a pretty sensible trade. You go to my Instagram, you see how ratchet I am. I go to your Instagram. I can you know verify that you are in fact a real person. And then we can move on from there. Then she goes silent, radio silent. So, of course, I wait, you know, a good day. And then I say, uh, it must be fake then. To which she says, no. And now here's where I get my feathers ruffled. My panties were in a bunch. Rather than just saying, uh, you know, nah, saw your page, not really interested, or, you know, don't really dig your sense of humor. You come off egotistical, like the last shorty who, uh, who saw my page and gave me a, a briefing of what energy I'm putting out there is. Anyways, she says, actually, let me pull it up while I still have Bumble here. Let me give you the verbatim here just so that you know I ain't capping. And I'm surprised she hasn't unmatched me after this little exchange that we had here. So um, I say, uh-oh, fake alert, to which she replies today saying, haha, not faked, but I peeped your Insta and didn't expect a 34-year-old man to still be clubbing. <laughs> Crying face emoji. No shade. You do you. Just not what I'm looking for. Oh. Now, let me tell you why this ruffled my feathers. For two reasons. For one, the last post. So I don't know what I'm going to post on Instagram from this episode because it's in real time. 
but let's just say I use this excerpt, literally the post right here is me saying, is it acceptable for people of my age to be going to the club? And the reason I posed said question was because whenever I do go to the club, which isn't very often, I feel out of place. But from the census that I put out into the universe, turns out the median of men that go to the club are over the age of 30 because 20-year-old guys are not buying bottles. So the first portion of this message ruffled me the wrong way because she says, I didn't expect a 34-year-old man to be going to the club. Well, who do you expect to go to the club, my dear? Because if your expectation is that you're trying to match with dudes over the age of 30 and they're never going to the club, I'm sorry to break it to you. You live in Toronto and that's who's going to the club, boo-boo. But let's fast forward. She says, after I say, still clubbing, I'm in bed by 10 p.m. most nights is what I reply with. And I also said, also to your point, my last post was about me feeling too old to go to the club. And survey says, without men 30 plus in the clubs, who's buying bottles? So if it's men in your 30s who don't go to the club that you're looking for, I was actually your best bet. She says, I'm not judging, LOL, each to their own, which from my recollection, it's to each their own. But again, what do you expect from a fucking fake account? She continues to say, also, I didn't see the post. I just saw your stories. And that's the impression I got. Hold on. Time out. You saw my stories and I was in the club. This is where I got to put my foot down, ladies and gentlemen. Let me put some Jeopardy music here. So, to clarify, today is May 29th, 2022. Yesterday on my story, do you want to guess what I had on there? Was it me popping bottles? Was it me bubbling up on a ting? Actually, the only thing I had on my story yesterday was myself, my nephews, my niece, and my sister enjoying at 1 p.m., a car show at Dundas Square. So I don't know where she saw me with, you know, uh, children under the age of six in the sunshine outside midday where that was the club scene because there was a lot of people outside getting T-shirts and watching Hot Wheels, as my nephews would call them. So I'm scratching my head like, hold on, maybe I've had this, maybe I matched with her a while ago and something on my story. So I actually went into my archived stories to check to see what I had posted in the last few days. Mind you, come to realize I only matched with her on May 27th, 2022, meaning she has only seen my profile for less than 72 hours. 
So I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Let's see what I had going on in my story in the last few days. I was on set and then I was on set and none of those were actually club sets either. One of them was a true crime show where I had to lay in pajamas in a bed and the other one was a uh, street scene of me holding up a six pack of liquor. Mind you, none of that was even on my story. So even if she rolled on me on King, she would have seen nothing but bare cameras and that the box I was holding was empty. So I'm like, hold on a second. I haven't even been to the club for the duration of time that I've been in contact with this person. So I say the stories of me taking my niece and nephews to a car show yesterday or being on film sets all week. You must have me confused. To which her rebuttal was a very mature, okay, and a thumbs up. To which I say, best of luck on your search for validation. Fake accounts are so interesting. Because look, if you're going to be petty, I'm going to be petty too. Yeah, was that a very childish response? Like, okay, Marcel, you don't got to say she's seeking validation. What else can I say? You just told my old ass I don't belong in the club and that you're turned off by me because I'm in the club. Meanwhile, my ass hasn't been in the club. Matter of fact, I was in bed watching Stranger Things in my fucking underwear yesterday. I live a very unexciting life. So look, here's my thing, right? If you're going to be hitting people up and trying to make them feel bad about choices that they haven't even made, and even if they were making those choices, as if you're somewhat superior to them. And now here's the craziest thing, right? She actually DM'd me an, uh, my, one of my own videos, I guess, to eventually give me her Instagram. The Instagram account doesn't look like her. That's one. Two, she's got zero posts on her page. 950 people following her. And she's got a couple of, um, what are those things called? Uh, highlights where it's literally just her boozing around, around the world in Dubai, you know, uh, with nothing but bear shots, yachts. Um, what else she got going on here? Cruising around the six again, not looking at all like her, uh, one photo that she had. So my, my question to this person is, knowing full well they're never going to listen to this, what do you gain from this? Because you ended up giving me your Instagram, but only after throwing me some shade and accusing me of putting up you know, nonsense on my page, which is actually, in fact, not the case. So what do you gain from it? I'm just curious. I mean, look, it, it helps me out because uh, you've weeded yourself out. I clearly know that you are not a good match because uh, you're nuts. And um, as uh, the, the Leo from last year would say, you're confusing your bitches. And she, in fact, confused her bitches because I was not outside like that. But now it almost just makes me want to go to the club and send her a bunch of videos directly now that I have her IG until she blocks me. Being like, look at me, popping bottles in the club. I'm too old, but I'm out here living. 
And also, we've been locked up for a couple of years. So everyone's been stunted a couple of years. So I may be 34 in reality, but I feel like I should still be technically 32. And 32 is like the nice prime ripe age for a male in Toronto to be going out and living his best life. And 34 is not that old either. I know dudes in their 40s hitting up the club, living their best lives, no judgment. So I just thought that, that was a little bit out of pocket and uh, I took immediate offense. <sighs> Also, I'm going to be definitely more inclined to going to uh, food festivals, uh, to music festivals this year, I've decided, because I love food. I'm only working out to maintain, and uh, music festivals just give me anxiety. Unless, you know, here's my thing. I'd probably go to like a an electronic festival or something like that, just because I, you know, I, I pop a bean and just kind of live my best life. And I feel like safety is mm, maybe a little bit more in favor than like a hip hop show just historically seeing what happens at hip hop shows, especially in Toronto. But anyways, as you can see behind me, it is a nice sunny day and uh, I would like to enjoy a bit of it. I think it's like 24 degrees. So I want to, you know, take my linens outside, take my linens outside, go hit a patio, you know, live my best life. I hope you guys are doing the same. I don't even know if people are even listening to podcasts right now. It seems like everyone's just trying to listen to some ratchet tunes and get their backs blown out or accuse people of doing such. But regardless, um, I thank you all for listening. I don't know if next week is going to be as hectic as this week. I did three shoots this week. So let me give myself a, a round of applause because I feel like that was productive. <laughs> Booked and busy, as they say. Um, I don't know if I got scrapped from one commercial because I did a commercial, which I have mentioned on here before, but I've never mentioned the brand and I refuse to until it actually comes out. But excuse me, I... um. I was just out with a friend and uh, came up on the TV, the same brand, different commercial. Well, same premise of commercial, but just a different person entirely. So I don't know if mine got scrapped, which would be unfortunate. Not necessarily so much just for the ad itself, but the buyout was nice. It was real nice. It was definitely a trip to Dubai minus the porta potty. But anyways, uh, with that being said, I thank you all for listening. Make sure you come back next week. Share this with your friends, like, subscribe, follow, do all of those things. Take care of yourself. Try to avoid BV and stop accusing people of doing things that they're not actually doing. See you all next week. Peace.